day about how are you and how are you finding things. And we were just having a chat between ourselves and we actually realised that we didn't perhaps talk very much about how are we and how are we feeling and what are we thinking. So uh, we thought maybe we'd share our thoughts with you this morning on that. Yeah, this is like, it's a bit more of um. It, it's professional, but it's a bit more of a sort of personal chat, isn't it, between us just to say, OK, what are we thinking um, and where do we want to be now and how are things affecting everybody, really? So from an honest chat. So we just had the chat about sort of the rules relaxing a little bit and things, uh, people anticipating changes. And this came stemmed from like a post that we put on Thriving Language yesterday where there was a picture of two girls like, you know, not hugging, they're socially distancing apart. And me and Bex were saying, actually, it's really, really important to remember when you're, when you're, you know, seeing your loved ones and you've got loved ones perhaps who are going to be allowed to come into your garden or friends, that it is so important not to hug or not to come together do you think personally that's what you were saying about not seeing one of your family members yeah I was saying that I haven't seen my my sister who's who's my my closest friend and you know and my little nieces that you know haven't seen her at all because I don't think I can see her without hugging and I don't think I can see her and then not be upset because I can't hug her so uh so what we've done is we've just maintained our virtual relationship um but I am, I'm desperate to see her. But we've agreed, my sister and I, we were talking, we said even if these social bubbles are created where you're allowed to go around to a, you know, a chosen or nominated family's house and sit in the garden, we've still agreed that we won't do that with each other yet because it's, it's, it's yes, it's a step forward in one sense, but for us, it still doesn't give us anything that our virtual relationship can't give us. And in for us, it makes it slightly more painful because we want to hug. I want to hug my nieces. You know, they're only two and four um well, they're not they're not going to understand are they either they're not and so i think actually if i see if they were to come to my garden and be like auntie becca i want to run and i go and put my hands out and say stop you can't what does that mess that message worries me more than me saying to them on the phone sorry that auntie becca can't come and see you but i'm not allowed at the moment whereas if they yeah. think they can come into my house normal life resumes especially for a two-year-old so i'm having to sort of protect my own feelings really as well as the health of of everybody um does that make sense yeah it does it it does it totally makes sense and i can i can totally see that from being like you know having my own grandson who's two Mm. as well and actually the way the way that we've done it is you know i'm just out outside the house i drop some stuff off you know and and my daughter's inside the house and we can chat from from there you know and he sees me and there's a tree outside like I said before and I hide behind that and every, so every time he sees me now and sees me on FaceTime he's like hide hide and you know we've I'm like but that's actually fun and yeah I couldn't it's really really like hard if he, he if he was out like loads it would be really really hard you know because he might just sort of run and then go say he ran and then went to go into the street or something like that you know and and my daughter doesn't get there quick enough I'm gonna go aren't I I'm gonna do that so and I think if he was in my garden as well then actually I would feel like exactly the same I I couldn't not hug him or pick him up and do that and also you've got to you know you you've got to understand that even from you know me as a grandma's point of view say you that there's there's a lot of older grandmas and grandparents as well and we've got great grandparents in our in our thing. So they might go, oh, do you know what? They're, they're really safe. It, they're just thinking it's sort of, you know, okay, they're going to, they are going to hug that child because they can't not. But what's, it, it's not, 
sometimes it's not about the grandparent is it it's about yeah. it's about the child it's about keeping that child safe because you just don't know who you've come into contact with and then yeah. we we had this we carried on didn't we and we were saying about you know we're really pleased the rate of infection is coming down but that is still a hell of a lot of people dying and what did you, you said about their families didn't you as well yeah, but we were saying oh you know deaths reduced by so many or so many deaths and i said but that's that's a hundred and however many families impacted forever by this disease and this illness and so it doesn't feel like a number to be celebrated at all it, it still feels incredibly sad and incredibly yeah it's just devastating lives will be devastated and so it's very hard to feel celebratory about that and yes like you said we're very positive that we want these numbers to go down but any death is, is a death too many for that family involved so it's it's just a bit sobering really to well, when, think of it it's that. totally sobering when you look at like like we said before like new zealand it was 125 deaths in the whole you know the whole of their sort of pandemic that was there you know hopefully they you know obviously they're really putting brilliant measures in and they made sure from the start they did but that's 125 that that you know that's more or less what we're getting a day at the moment so if everybody goes back to normal and actually starts interacting you know even i've seen it with teenagers it's really hard for them to stay apart but equally isn't that a life lesson that you know you're doing that not just to protect yourself and that that's the thing you're doing to protect other people whoever else they're mixing with because if one child comes around how many how many more people are they mixing with if they're if they're in if they're playing together you know it it's it's okay to do it really safely and just decide you okay that is the family that's going to do it but you know i've i've sort of you know now in in my social circle i know that there's there's more people that are going into into houses and staying over and doing loads of things and you just think do you know what it's really not worth it because if it spikes again then actually what, what are we going to do we're going to be back to square one aren't we, we really? are, and we're all we all you know most of us are working really hard to get this right because we want we are social creatures you know we are yeah. meant to, we're pack animals we're meant to be in groups that's how we survive and thrive and it's so it does go against our nature to be solitary and you know um, we, we're fortunate Becky that we've got other people in our household some people aren't that yeah. lucky but you know it, it's like the, if we can get this right now we will get out of it quicker so it's, yeah. it's a really I just feel like it's a really I feel quite edgy if I'm honest about things changing because I don't want it to happen too quickly because I want it to happen the right way and yeah. to be more of a permanent solution to all of this that's it, isn't it? It's no point like, okay, schools are opening, early years settings are opening. That's fine then. We'll, you know, th those settings that are opening, that have decided they can, are managing it in such such a way that actually, you know, hopefully they will be safe. They don't know they'll be safe, but hopefully they will be safe. And you had a really good point about your clinical, what you're allowed to do at the moment. You are, you are not allowed to go and meet one person, are you, and one child. No, so, no, no, not not yet. We're still, you know, we're still doing our our work, you know, via virtual, you know, um, screen appointments. Um, yeah, no, no face to face unless it's unless it's very urgent if there's a risk to to life. So, yeah, and that yeah. that would be in a really managed area, wouldn't it? As yeah. well. So so we're getting like we were saying, there's a lot of there's a lot of mixed messages about, and I think it's yeah. like we wanted to just say 
just just think before you do something and that is all yeah. oh, like man to just think before you do it is it yeah. you know everybody's got so much more contact and virtually they've got contact with people and you can sit in somebody's garden but it doesn't mean you've got to all go to that garden at the same time because you know even in the loads of big gardens that people you know if you had 10 people in a garden there's no way that you can stay two meters apart and two meters is just a real general there's lots of research behind actually two meters is really not enough so you know it's just really important to remember that yes we we're all individuals we're all doing what we need to do but as well as keeping yourself safe you are keeping so many other people safe as well by really thinking about what you're doing aren't you yeah and you want you want to come out of this thinking do you know what? i did everything i could to make sure that people i love and also the people i don't know society as a whole yeah. i did my best to make sure that everybody's okay i think that would be a good outcome yeah that was really and and, and that's what you've got to do isn't it yeah so all right right lovely thank to chat you. take care everybody bye, bye.